All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And uh, welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host, A.D. Walker, the pusher, the grower, the motivator. And I appreciate you guys for rocking and being with us this morning. Uh, another day of the Brothers is on. Make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Let everybody know that the Brothers are in the building. So I appreciate you for being here. Uh, let's see. And uh, happy Monday. Happy first of the month. It's November 1st. It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> Blessings, Lisa. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for sharing. Um, so it's the first of the month. It's November. Oh my gosh. Two months. <laughs> We're going into 2020. Duh. 2020 did. <laughs> Woo, time is flying. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, and it's 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 interesting. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but this year has been going by really, 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 really fast. And it's yeah. <laughs> right, right. Don't you? <laughs> I was thinking that's on the first. <laughs> Oh, it's the first of the month. Lisa said, I always think about that song too. First of the month, it's the first of the month. Shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> All right, so today we, I want to have this, uh, have a real deep, <laughs> I always say that, right? Real deep conversation. All right, let's get it. Um, So make sure you share. Sharing is caring. I see some folks coming in the building. So make sure you share. Tag somebody that should be a part of this conversation. And if you're wondering what we're talking about today, first, check out the podcast. Second, how do we change the hood mentality? And there's more to it, but that's the, the basis of where we're starting. This might be an all-week conversation because I want to get some other folk involved in this convo. Um, how do we change the hood mentality? Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, so that's what we're talking about this morning. Make sure you are connecting with other people. Let everybody know that the brothers are in the building. It's been an interesting, uh, week. Good morning, Cheryl, sports car lady in the building. Appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you for always being a part as well as Lisa, um, my regulars. Ah, so yeah, so I, I don't know. I've probably mentioned it. And I'm going to mention it again because it's just going to happen. Uh, we're going to be moving into uh, the general, the YouTube space only because I want everybody there because that's where uh, we can definitely build financially in the YouTube space. I will be sharing clips and things of that nature in Facebook. But to see us live or to get the full video will be in YouTube because um, it's a better space. That and if you're rocking on my podcast. I appreciate you as well. That is supporting us financially as well, just by listening, because we do have a sponsor on the podcast. Just can't get them over to the YouTube-ish. <laughs> it's going to take a little more work. Um, so I appreciate you for doing that as well. So today we're talking about how do we change the hood mentality? Um, if you've ever had it in your childhood or adulthood, you know, because things change, things happen. Um, so we're going to talk about that uh, kind of a different perspective if you're if you're having one set set thought on where we're gonna go. 
uh, but it's a little little different perspective. So I want you guys to make sure you're sharing, um, connecting with other people. Let everybody know that the brothers are on. Um, I don't know. It may just be me. I think my man Cole may be coming in the building, uh, but we're going to see. It's Monday. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I wasn't sure you will be in the building with me today. All right. So like I said, make sure you are sharing. As I speak and talk, I am sharing onto the the Facebook, uh, now the Meta Company. Um, may dig into that one day. <laughs> the name the name changes, um, but yeah, let's get it. Let's go, um, Kita. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of the Legacy. I appreciate you, Kita, in the building. She's becoming consistently on, and I thank. Thanks, thank her for being here. Um, all right, so let's see. Spliggity splow, and let's go ahead and get busy. Let's start, start the show. All right, let's see. Let's go, let's go. Oh, Kathy in the building. Oh, Sam in the building. Y'all remember Romper Room? Nah, I probably don't want to do, but she whipped the mirror out. I see Jackie, I see Lisa, I see Cheryl. <laughs> No, I don't want to remember that show. She'd say that at the end. She'd just start mentioning names. And you'd be like, oh, she's going to call my name. But, you know, depending on how unique your name is. I've never heard I've never heard her say, I see LaQuisha. I see, you know, I've never seen her go too far off. She always stayed in a certain space. I know you remember Romper Room. Don't act like that. Don't leave me out here hanging. All right. We're going to kick this thing off. I uh, got past the hanging in the wings. We're going to go ahead and get this broadcast started. And it is Monday, the first of the month. Let's do it again. It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. All right, let's go. Let's get it. Let's see. <laughs> right, see? I knew it. Lisa saw it too. She said, yes. And you thought she actually saw you. She whipped that mirror out. She see me. I see Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, all right. Don't don't make fun of my childhood. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Bam. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Good morning, Pastor. Happy Monday. Good morning. How you doing, sir? I am well. I am well. I am well. You've seen the romper room. No, tell me you've never you've seen the romper room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that show was like, it was like um, it wasn't 90-ish. I think it was like late 80-ish. <laughs> like, I knew it wasn't new. Oh, romper room? <laughs> romper room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was earlier than that. Right, right, right. About to say, because I'm thinking about Romper, had to, Domper, the... Stomper, do. Tell me, tell me, tell me who Magic Mirror, tell me today that all my friends have fun at play. <laughs> I didn't even remember the rhyme. I just remember, I just remember the mirror part, and she started calling out names. <laughs> oh, man. Good morning, Mama Corey. Good morning. Good morning. Whew. 
take it back, take it back, back in the day. Remember Captain Kangaroo? <laughs> that was my Saturday morning cartoon when I used to watch that. All right. So today we're talking about how do we change the hood mentality? Of course, like most things, I have a story. <laughs> oh, so I was, I drive Lyft and I picked up a, a, a passenger um, and, you know, in, in a, I'll just say like a hoodish area, you can kind of see that it's, you know, like some of the apartments, some of the area. So I pick him up and he's like, yo, can I stop at the store real quick? And he stops at the store and he gets in the car. He's like, man, he said, you know, some place that cashes out EBT. And if you don't know what EBT is, it's like the food stamps. If you remember those from back in the day, now they're on a card, but he's like cash out EBT. Like literally they go in the store and they can cash out EBT and what they do, you know, um, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go in and they 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 cash like um they pay like a hundred dollars and they get fifty dollars back, you know. So it's kind of like the store makes money, and of course, he, and he was telling me he broke he broke down the whole thing. He said, you know, it's it's a dangerous thing for the stores to do because if they get caught, it's like a hundred fifty thousand dollar fine, and if they don't pay, they lose their EBT machine. You know, they have they lose the ability to charge EBT. Just a little legal <laughs> history and understanding that's going on. Um, and it began to make me think, like, I get it. Like, you know, sometimes the struggle gets real. It's like, I got the food. I get a lot on the stamps. You know, I need cash. And I need cash to give. I What's up, Sam? Aunt Sam. Um, good morning. Good morning. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I wanted to kind of conversate just kind of like not just the... The mentality, like, you know, I if you've ever been in a spot where you got to think of, I got to do something to get by, right? I got to do what I got to do to survive. If you've ever been placed in that situation, you know, outside of knocking somebody in the head or robbing somebody, you know, you try to figure out how can I manipulate a system to at least get me by, you know, in this moment, <laughs> And if you've never either, if you've never done it, yeah, I mean, and don't admit it. You ain't gotta admit it, <laughs> unless you want to. You know, Sprouts Lexi, it's just us. If you want to admit it, you can. But you know, those moments that you're like, oh man, if I just do do this and this, this would give me an extra five dollars. <laughs> you know, like if I just do this, this and this, I get extra ten. And you know, the the mindset, and and don't don't act like you've never had like, you know, it's one thing me uh, doing something and getting money from pastor. You know, like hustling pastor. But it's another thing to hustle. Let's just say he the job he work at. You know they're a big corporation. What's what's twenty dollars to them? <laughs> you know, like what's a hundred dollars to them? You know, I do. They could just write it off. You know, like so. <laughs> so let, let, can we keep it real? Like we had, if you've ever been in that in a tight situation or a struggle, you know, oh, it's a big corporation. Or if you ever worked at a job and it gets tight, it's like. I could just pocket this. I could do this and take care of this, you know. So it's it's so the the mentality is not just the the people that live in the, the rough areas, but just life in general. Like getting over the 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 mentality of, of just looking at things. How do we get over it, right? And I and my prayer for most of you guys have kind of at least moved past that, you know. Because a lot of times you think about it when you're younger, teenage years, you know up until like young adult, you know, and then 
like I said, if you get into a situation, get sticky. These are things you think about <laughs> or even into adulthood. You know, you get into a system and you're like, if I just do this and this, you know, who's it going to harm? Who's it going to hurt? You know, <laughs> pastor. Look like I don't think that's hood mentality. You don't think it's hood mentality. OK. okay. I, I mean, I you know, to, when you talk about. You know, let's dig into it. When I when I was in the military. Right. They had this cleaner called Simple Green. You can use Simple Green to clean anything. Okay. It was a multi-purpose cleaner. It was right. a big old jug. It's a green cleaner. Right. And you used it. Right. And people that were married, you know, everybody had simple green at their house. Right. <laughs> right. And nobody bought it. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was military issued. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay, I got you. I right? got you. Yeah. I, I good luck finding someone who does not have some simple green in their barracks, in their room, or at their home. Right. You know, you just and so it's one of those situations where is it wrong if everybody's doing it? Right. You know? Right. I mean, is that hood? <laughs> right. 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 You know, right. I, I remember I remember uh trying to get a job after the military wanted a part-time job and I went to work, I, I, I interviewed for this company. And one of the questions, like if you work in retail, they ask you questions like that. Right. Right. Like, have you ever taken supplies <laughs> without permission? Right. Right. You right, know? right. Right. And I was like, and I thought about when I was in the military, <laughs> not like, wow, simple green. We took, everybody took simple green. You know, and answering that question, yes, yeah, made me did, a thief. Right. Because you're being honest, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want me to tell the it, truth? It, it made me a thief. Right. It made them question my character. Right. right. You know, and I was like, wow. simple green? I'm like, right, right. I'm like, it was, I'm like, it's hey, cheaper right. than bleach. Right. <laughs> Right. right. But because right. I took it and because I answered, I took it without permission. Wow. It made you a thief. It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but, but to me, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like first, you know, you, you said, let's, let's define hood. Right. 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 Because when, when we think of hood, we think of where we live, black folks. Right. Right. right? right. Um, but the reality is a lot of the stuff we do in the hood yeah. is being done in other neighborhoods also. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Right. So hood is just. It's difficult to say hood when we associate it with black people. True. True. So. So how would you because I mean, like the hood mentality or, you know, white folks live in the hood, too. And some white folks live side by side. I've seen because I've been, you know, driving. I've been right. I know, but what I'm saying is the the connotation. When we right, when we say hood, we're talking about black people. Right. And right. so what I'm saying is that if that's the question, then we have to talk about things that are only found in the black community. Mm. Right. Right. Like I, selling I individual cigarettes. I, <laughs> I mean, OK, so I mean, I, I get I get the Lucy's got to get the Lucy's. <laughs> OK, Lucy, so yeah, Lucy, Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Or and asking, you know, you about 75 cents short. Right. Right, right, uh, right. On a, on yeah, a forty right. ounce, right? Can I guess that you know we the only ones that ask for seventy five cents standing outside the corner store? Hey, you got seventy five cents? 
Listen, we probably ain't the only one because we are black. You know, no other people will know. ask for loose change. Right. We will ask specifically for what we're missing. What this is exactly what y'all need a dollar fifty. You got a dollar fifty on you, right? <laughs> yeah, you got dollar twenty five. I'm trying to get this forty. <laughs> like man, you you're a grown man, dog. <laughs> Do not ask anybody for a dollar twenty five. If it's a dollar twenty five, you don't need it. Right. Right. <laughs> but okay, let me read on Sam. She got a, a big comment here. She said, I think we can only change the hood mentality when the mind of those who are in the hood have a change of heart and knowing that there is a way out and can oh you can do better. Indeed, America's filled with everything you need. You have to use what you got to get where you're going. It takes other le- others to be leaders and to push this issue. And I do believe when others are on top of caring about the hood, things will change. On the other hand, it is truly the mentality of hood person's mind. Some will never change. Okay. So that's a so that brings up another question. Yes, indeed. If I'm born in the hood, good morning, raised in the hood. I live my entire life in the hood, and then I raise a child in the hood. Right. Am I considered a victim? I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> you knew that was Are coming. You, whenever that, you, you've heard this question. Uh-huh. Are you a victim? Are you, was it a, uh, a, a product of your environment or product of right. your circumstances? Right. Oh, uh, you know. I've heard because if, say, if one person can make it out, right. everybody can make it out. That's that's the mindset, right? That's the mindset. That is. That yeah. Is. Okay. Ah, so, Mother Fulton. Mother yeah. Fulton said, no. You are not a victim. <laughs> oh. I, I will not uh, concur or <laughs> refute, refute. Right. or disagree I, I will right. and at this moment. I got you. For the I purpose of getting deeper into this conversation, because yes. it's absolutely the question yeah. that you posed. Right. Right. How do, we How do we get rid of the hood mentality? First of all, are you a victim if you're in the hood? Right. Aunt Sam says you have to change your mindset. Okay, how do we change the mindset? Those are different questions. Yeah, yeah. How do you change them? Because, because I, you know, like, like I said, I was with the guy, and he had, you know, he had a baby, his baby with him, and stuff like that. So, you know, I could imagine whatever the challenges he's faced. He got actually has two kids, and he looked under thirty. I'll say that he looked under thirty. I don't know exactly between twenty and thirty, but he looked under thirty has two kids. Um, and so, um, you know, there's, there's the survival effort, you know, and then there's the, you know, <laughs> whatever, what other extra stuff he might have going on, you know, um, but, but yeah, so I, I think about, you know, the, the mentality of, you know, that sometimes trying to get over, trying not get in and well, yeah, trying to get over, but I got to do what I got to do based on my current situation. And, and yes, before we even get into that part, Yes, we make decisions to get us into certain spaces that we're in. You know, though I can live in the hood, I still make decisions that produce two children. You know, like I still make decisions that put me in a particular space. Um, so, of course, we come back to that question. Are you a victim of your of your environment? You know, and, and I get I don't want to dig too much into it. All right. What up, Cole? Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for Good. joining us. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Indeed, we're doing Happy well. Monday, we're bro. doing well. Happy Monday to you, Pastor. 
So, of course, as you can see, we're talking about changing the hood mentality. I remember you telling a story of your your dad kind of taking you or Mm -hmm. moving you into the the, uh, a hood like situation because you was kind of like middle classes and he kind of wanted you to learn uh, a different way of life or how other people live or live that kind of life. Just so you know what's going on, I guess, to, to broaden your perspective. Well, it, 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 I didn't even have the choice. I mean, <laughs> from from my mama's womb, I right. lived in the hood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, my mother agreed. Well, my, my mother pushed my father to have me be born in New Orleans, so I was born there, and then we moved to Houston. Well, they already were in Houston. We okay. stayed there. We stayed in New Orleans for a couple months, and then they, from my parents' recollection, uh, we drove back to Houston, and where they were was in the Fifth Ward. Uh-huh. So. You know, I you know for the first nine years of my life, all I knew was the hood. Okay, yeah, that was all I knew. Um, gotcha. Uh, it was, I mean, it was no escaping it. Okay, no escaping it. You know, but gotcha. uh, but as you know, as time as time grown uh, went on, I learned lessons as to appreciating those who may not have had a lifestyle the way we all live now. You know, it made, it made me appreciate different people in different socioeconomic uh, standpoints. Okay. Of course, I didn't know all of that as eloquently then as I do now, <laughs> yeah, but right, right, that sure. is that's what took place. You know, I, I didn't look at a, you know, I, I didn't look at, a, I always tell the story. I was six, my father says, and I, uh, and I, we were at Sears and it was in the fifth ward. Okay. And there was a, there was a, you know, there was a homeless person. Okay. And so I, I guess I was thankfully not in earshot of the, of the poor man. And I, I, I tugged, I tugged at my so father. Hard. I said, I said, I said, dad, dad, man, I think I've seen my first bum. Oh, little did I know that I saw many who right. were homeless, but were black. Right. But I didn't associate them with that. I didn't, I didn't associate them with, being homeless or being a bum, the person had to be white for me to associate that. So, mm-hmm. so my father said. Then he said, "I think I, I, I think my father, I think my boys got it. I think my boys not going to ever truly trash black people or look at them, even though that's his own. Would look right. at them lower than others because they may be." of a different socioeconomic standard. Wow. I know now that I can actually have him assimilate anywhere and he'll have the pride of being a black person. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so funny though, I, I come in, I come in this conversation. I had two, two things that popped up when you mentioned a uh, homeboy that was probably a parent that was a parent and probably was, wasn't 30. I was right. thinking about bad boys too. And it's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. How old are you? 15, 15. <laughs> and you look 30. <laughs> and, then, and, and then when you and then when you said trying to get over, I was thinking about uh the title track to the Superfly soundtrack. Trying to get over. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Oh man, Superfly. All right. Oh ask have you guys ever uh, let's had that mentality that get over mentality um you know have you been in a spot where you you know 
had to trying to do, like I said, other than the 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 knock somebody ahead or, or stealing, you know, like trying to manipulate a system where, you know, you were trying to, you know, have have you ever been in that situation? You know, have you thought about it? Have you done it? You know, whichever you want to share. Have you ever had to felt like you were in that situation where, you know, I let me see what I could do or, you know, like thought about it, like, ah, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's not it's not worth the risk, you know. Um, I, yeah, I have. Uh, okay. But and this is not not even in my, my childhood days. So and this is not when I was a grown man. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there were times I mean, I remember having to pay rent, but not have a job and get mm. and get released from that job. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, appreciate hey, bro. Come on, I've, I've had those thoughts, right? But thankfully, I had the memories of actually living in the hood when I was young, right? For me to understand, okay, if I were to go that other route, I'm gonna wow. be a cautionary tale. I can't do that. Gotcha. Interesting. You okay. mean like robbing somebody? Yeah. No. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know anyone that hasn't had the thought, right? Right. You know not everyone acts on it right definitely yeah i just you know for me i it was for me it was it 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 was never in my mind to want to rob somebody right you know yeah like i'm gonna right. come and take your stuff yeah yeah yeah. you yeah. know i mean outside of being a little child and you know who would have right. piece of bubble gum look real good? Right. Right. I don't have five cents. Right. right. You know, right, right, right. I did that. Right. And and yep. I got the whooping behind it. Right. You know? Right. right. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Same and same. But, yes. Right. Yeah. But being grown and, and wanting to like rob somebody. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I I've thought about it. Right. Right. Yeah. But I yeah, I always said I'm too pretty to go to prison. <laughs> oh, the pastor, the pastor invoking Muhammad Ali. That's a shame. Right. <laughs> too pretty. Too pretty. <laughs> oh, Aunt Sim said, of course, we all know that living in the hood is just a slang word for us. So-called bad neighborhood. You can name a beautiful residential area a hood because that's where you live. For us, we associate the name with living in a bad area in the city you live in. My cafe is in the hood, and there are some very decent people who have bought home, bought their home in that area and right. refused to give it, give it up, up. Uh, to the European people who want to buy them out and turn it into they what they wanted, and I respect. So it's true. See, Auntie Ashley just talking about gentrification. Right, right, right. Right, right. But I, but I, you know, my thing is, like, Unsam has been everywhere. Right. You know, Unsam is... She's somebody grandmama. <laughs> right. You know, like and Sam is 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 putting the wisdom out there. Right. Um, but I'm I'm thinking about the person who is of that mindset right now today. Right. Like Unsam been there, done that, seen it. You know, she put her cafe in the hood so that she could bring a blessing right. to an environment. Right. Her whole purpose of, you mm-hmm. know, her cafe is something that she does for free. You you wouldn't even have to pay for food. I'm not telling you to run to her cafe and think you can eat a free meal. <laughs> Where's that cafe at? Where's that cafe at? Right. But I'm just saying, like, this is her, the 
80% of it is giving back. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. She, her cafe is a flower growing out. Uh, it, it's a rose coming out of the concrete. Rose growing on the concrete. Yeah. That's what, that's her, that's her purpose behind the cafe. Right. But that's a unique mindset Indeed. in the hood. Right. Right. That's her way of telling you, this is how I look to change the hood mentality. Right. Right. And that's what she's basically saying that that's what we have to do. We have to be that rose right. coming out of the concrete. Indeed. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to change the hood mentality, but you have to have the patience and the long suffering right. to contend with the obstructions in your path of trying to make it better. True. That's right. And, because that's the odds are overwhelming. That's right. And, 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 and also, like, because uh, that, that's reminiscent of a Tupac poem, because uh, he actually had one titled The Rose That Grew Up from Concrete. Uh, you also have to not. If you are in those situations and in that in that standing for such a long time, you also have to make sure you don't have the stench that comes with it, so that yeah. you actually can show that you have risen above it instead of just being a basically as they as it's as an excuse that you hear many people say that I'm a product of the environment. Mm. That's good. Yeah, you oh, can absolutely. be a product of the environment, but it you know, but you have to show that you've risen above it. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, we're going we're gonna to dig further in this conversation. I got someone else hanging in the wings. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to bring them on. We'll be right back after this. Right, you're back with Mr. Oh. Reparations in yo, yo. the building. Good morning, and make sure you check out. Good morning, Terrell. What's going on, sir? Y'all doing all right? Good morning, doing good, man. Doing good, bro. How are you doing? All this yeah, well. I came in on tail end about past talking about robbing somebody for simple green or something. I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fill in the context clues. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> it is, I got his back. I guess. Well, you know. <laughs> Uh, Brother here looking like Ghostface Killer in the house. Look right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so so, uh, Pastor. Uh, yes. Put a question out there. Uh, you know, are you a victim to your environment? Are you a victim based on you know growing up in the hood or you know growing up in that space? Um, like, what is what is your accountability level you know and you know are you the victim or should we not look at you like that you know that's that's the question i want to ask you guys and those in the audience um how do you look at it you know if you could you know i, I guess it's, it's kind of like closing it yes no question but if you want to 
explain a little more, break out like why, you know, if if you say they're victim, why, or if not, why? And I get before y'all go back to 1960s and the, you know the <laughs> what you know what was done and how the crack epidemic and all of that. I get it. I know all that part. But you know, even with you know what happens to you, you know there, you know when does responsibility kind of kick in? You understand what I'm saying? So throwing that spin on it as well. Before I know we're gonna get my the people that probably don't say much <laughs> gonna start dropping the history notes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I understand that part. Oh, and and just as a note, white people call spaces gentrification as well. Like I took I picked up a lady. Oh yeah. And she's just, she was like, man, they gentrifying my area, you know, like, so they, they, had they, it's not a blanket. The white people are coming in. They, some of the whites that are in areas don't like gentrification either. All right. Mm-hmm. I just want to make that note. Uh, yes, boom. Let me read out Sam's while you guys marinate on the question I'm asking. I'm Sam says, and I'm not talking about gentrification. This is what they want to do. I'm talking about people who live in the hood have the mentality of, I am doing something good for myself, even if my house isn't the best, is oh, is the best is on the, best the block, house. and it's mine, and I allow nothing and nobody to change that, because this is what I've created, right? As I, talk with so, I have talked, I guess, talked with so many sisters and brothers in the hood walking around with their beer can all day. On the other hand, they have given me such knowledge that I would never, that I would not ever have, I guess, or wouldn't have it, or gotten a that insight, even though they're carrying the beer around. I get it. Like Mr. Mayor. I get it from do the right thing. Shout out. Yeah. Um, so what's so do you feel like they're the, those of the hood that do certain things? Are there victims? There's gonna be victims. There are victims in the hood. Here's the thing. Unfortunately, yes, there are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 messaging is you can be victimized, mm-hmm. but you don't have to live life as a victim. Mm. Right. Well, right. okay, okay. Because you don't, you know, when a child is born, a child has no control over the environment that they're being raised in. Right. Yeah. A child has no control over the information, the content that's being poured into them. Right. Yeah. A child cannot discern what to receive and what to reject. Right. So if your dad is a pimp, your granddad is a pimp, and you've been surrounded. Go by pimps. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my the likelihood right? is that you're gonna be a pimp. There is a pimp nature, right? Yeah, indeed. In your household, in your yeah. construct, right? Right. Right. Uh, and so I liken that to iniquity. You know, people mm-hmm. say, you know, uh, we're living under a curse. No, you're not under a curse. The curse was reversed. Romans chapter five proves out that the curse was reversed, how sin came in through one man, Adam, but the reversal came in through one man, Jesus in Romans chapter five, if you read your Bible. So we're not under a curse. However, the practice of iniquity gets passed down from generation to generation. Our behavioral patterns are what mess us up. So yeah, you can't be a victim of your upbringing. Right. Is there an opportunity to get out? Absolutely. But opportunity requires new information. Right. Right. Yeah. Indeed. But like, I, I feel you got to adopt that to survive. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> it's the hood mentality. But if you don't have it, you can lose your life. Right. If you don't know right. how to walk to that corner store, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know how to 
the, the protocols, if you will, of, of the hood, you can lose your life. And then the unfortunate part about it is to survive. Let's say you just cannot financially afford to move out, right? right. Um, to survive, you're going to have to take on some of those hood mentalities. So you got a lot of people in the hood not trying to change mentality because it's what they need to survive. Mm. And what I and what I find funny is you almost have to ask the question: Do they want to change that mentality? Because you have now blatant examples of non-black individuals who are celebrities who adopt culture and behaviors and and language and. Right fashion and trends and cultures mm -hmm. that was birthed from the hood and birthed from black people. Mm -hmm. right. And so now they, you know, they see these things popularize with other people and they think, well, oh, I fine. guess it must not be right. anything wrong with me That's or, good. or the way I speak or, or That's how good. I dress or where That's I good. live or, or what I, or, or how I am. Right. Right. That's good. That's, 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 that's real. Um, let me read on Tim's comment real quick. Uh, you are right. We don't want to go back. We want to move forward. And in order to move forward, we have to be that person to make that change. I must say, when people have come, have come into my cafe, the first thing they say, if I didn't know better, I would not know that I was in North Philly until I stepped back out your door. It's just an example of <clears throat> excuse me, showing you what can be done if you put your mind to it and stay focused on it and show others that we live in the hood, and on the other hand, we don't have to be a, I guess, be as hood. Um, that, that is, is true. That is the credo that my father passed to me when I was young. Exactly what you just read from from Auntie. Right. That was the that was the that was the credo. That was the mantra that my father breathed onto me. That. Mm -hmm. Wow. Basically, basically saying, you know, you know, just going to a, a scripture. You're in this world, but not of it. Right. Right. So, so let me ask this then: How do we, how do you interrupt the iniquity, the the passed on iniquities? How do you interrupt? You got to You got to see it as bad, bro. Like, like if you mm. see the hood mentality, right. if you see sin, if you see whatever you want to bring up as the way it should be right. or the way it is, right? And then you once you accept that, right? You know what I'm saying? Once you say like, no, I can't do no better than this. You know, right. I got to keep in the in line of this thing right whatever your thing right. is then it's going to be extremely hard to change that and it's going to be extremely hard for you to tell me that what i'm doing is you probably can tell me it's bad i probably can agree but until i'm sick and tired of it i can't change it you know what i'm saying so your preaching can't change it your suggestions can't change it i have to come to a point where i see whatever right as not you know this ain't the move hey, this is not what i want to be a part of you know, and once I see it as, and once the individual sees it as wrong, as this needs to stop, this needs to change, and then that's when the real change can happen. But it ain't till then, man. So, so do you feel like this? Is there anything that we can do to to begin to interrupt it? Like, what can we do to begin to interrupt it? You know, what can we do to to put our hands into this space? I mean, because I'm really <laughs> working on some real solutions. Everybody, um, everybody, move back to the hood. That's that's that that's one solution. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm in the hood. <laughs> you in, in the hood? I, I don't want to call out your address. No. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in my hood. hood. Yeah. I, I'm I, in I my hood. hood. Like I'm in Heron my. Heron Bay. Heron Sir. Bay is a neighborhood. 
Right, no, right. That's no, right. Sir. You're I'm not in my hood. hood. You're not in the slums. You're not in the ghetto. <laughs> right. You're not in the projects. Right. Hey. I can hear goes. the I can hear the golf course behind you. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, we hear E. We hear the swing, right? <laughs> I can hear them swinging right now. That's that's relative. That's relative. <laughs> and that's real. That's 100 percent real. You know, oh my God. if you should kick a little meal, I'm in the hood. Right. <laughs> right, right. The nah. struggle is real. The struggle is real. No, nah, but if, real. if we if we if we bought it back, right? Right. I'm mm-hmm. talking. I'm talking church. Whoever, right? Like yeah. that's how you get influence. That's how you take over the city. We quote that all the time. But I'm saying buy property, you know, right. um, because and why not a real estate push. But what I'm saying is, when you control something, you can influence it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if 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 I can buy that liquor store, then maybe it don't have to be a liquor store. You know what I'm saying? If I can buy that title pond, if I can buy those things, I can make them to be what I want them to be. And not knocking all those things because I don't want to knock the hood. People are literally doing what they have to do, right? right. And, and and you, how do we change it? The question is, do they even want to change it? That's all I'm yes, saying. Like, you know, like they have to arrive to say, like, look, this ain't what's up. Um, and everything in the quote-unquote hood ain't bad. It's the no. neighborhood, but we have some of our influence on it. I get upset when people come to our hood and profit off of us. And I, I don't want to call out no race, but if you're from a hood, you know some of those races that exist there. So they take our money mm-hmm. and then they go back to to their golf course <laughs> and they hood. And I'm trying to get on a golf course too because I ain't clowning. I'm just uh because <laughs> uh they go back there and then um and then they and they profit, right? And then the hood is left with just I heard it's like an average of like six hours money stays in the hood. So um in our neighborhood. So yeah. we there. Yeah, but, I, I have a good business uh proposition for the hood. Okay, yeah. Um random spoons. <laughs> <laughs> but though, it was funny that you hold on no you just got you in timeout you can't yeah. keep going you're in timeout brother you're in timeout, you're in timeout. Oh, listen and his name is cole so he's definitely in timeout he's gonna take a minute we're gonna bring him back in a moment i know he had a point but i'm just and then like was, you know, listen i had to pay i was like oh snap what's cole about to drop <laughs> hey, I didn't even. What did he, what did he say? Random spoons. Remember from Martin? Random spoons. You know, it's really episode. Oh man, it's so classic. Classic. Sorry, we'll, we'll bypass it. Yeah, right. Hey, and, and, and Pastor, you've been all over the world. Let me ask you: Has has a hood mentality ever saved you in a situation? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, listen, I teach my children. Honestly, they love the Lord. We love the Lord, but I tell them 30 seconds of crazy can buy you a whole year's worth of peace. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't that right? the truth. Because sometimes you have to get someone out of your face. Right. You know, you got to get somebody up off of you in school because everybody in school doesn't come from the same neighborhood. Right. Right, right. You know, um, or or the same street. You know, and there are certain people, you know, they just they come to school looking for madness, mm-hmm. you know, or or they bring madness to the school. And and so you have to there's certain things. You know, I, I love this. You know, we talk about, you know, the scripture says or Paul says, I became like that. I might win. Right. You know, uh, and people often associate that with, uh, you know, going into the troubling areas and, and being like them to try and, and pull something better out of them. Right. 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 That's what, but Paul wasn't saying, you know, I became them. He said, I became like them that I might win them. 
Right. Right. You know. Right. And and sometimes we have to do that to survive. I'm not telling you that in order to survive uh, an inner city challenging school system, you have to become a thug. Right. That's not what I'm saying. But there may come a time where you have to let them know I'm not to be messed with. Right. Yeah. No question. Right. No That's question. what I mean. So, yeah, yeah I, I've been all over the world and there have been places that I have been where, you know, clearly you could tell I'm not from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Before I even open up my mouth, they already know. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, we we dress different in different hoods, too. Yeah. Like, like, like well, a, Texas, a Texas hood don't look like a, a, a Florida hood. You know? It right. sure don't. It there's gonna be some commonalities, don't. right? There's gonna, you know, what I'm saying, like I can recognize a hood, that right for sure. You can oh, take yeah. it anywhere in America, I can recognize a black hood, right? And, yeah. and there's no place like South Central mine. Los Angeles. Look, you could definitely right. recognize right. a hood. All you have to do is look at where the Martin Luther King Boulevard is. Start there first, and Start there you go. Start there. We there. You know what? That is a horrible truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the, that's <laughs> just the truth. Listen. Oh, th- listen. Anybody out there? <laughs> If you got a Martin Luther King Boulevard, that's good. Let me know in what state you're in. Because it seems like that yeah. seems to be the going thing. Yeah. Like Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevards are in some of the roughest neighborhoods. So if you got a nice one, mm-hmm. let a brother know Please. so we can dispel <laughs> this myth. But you know, because like you know, always the bad stuff rise to the top. So mm-hmm. let us know. Cause I heard I've heard it. Then I was like, that's true. But then I realized, man, yeah. is, is it true? Like, yeah. like is is this one of these conspiracy moments? <laughs> I actually said it's true. It's true. And and I oh, can tell man. and I can tell you, E, uh, you just from my experience, you know, my father, my father t- uh, tried to teach me like uh, what Roy Jones Jr. said one time uh, after a fight. Yeah. Quote: <laughs> I am a nice guy, but I'm awful crucial with these hands. <laughs> close quote so, yeah, be respectful to people but if they put if they press up on you show them yeah deal with yeah. them it's it's like and i have fond memories of the hood there's certain candies that go to the hood i'm not a huge candy guy Wait, my wife now ladies now ladies and certain flavors you know certain chips certain prices you expect you know what i'm saying <laughs> i've never seen right. like uh beef patties anywhere in like a regular not regular uh, just in a non-hood area you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's certain things you expect, certain things you go over with. It's nostalgia. Yeah. And and what do I love about, like, black businesses and black churches? I like this. Our, our black. Down homeless. Yeah. And I get to go into a place that is influenced by my culture, if that makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, makes plenty of mm-hmm. sense, bro. Like, makes you'll see sense. your artifacts. You'll see right. your people. They'll dress like you. The, right. the elevator music will have a little upbeat to it. Like, everything. Right. It'll be our version of it. Right. So, right. I do right. love that. Um, but yeah, we got some problems in the hood, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I think that exists not because of well, I guess technically because of the people, but I'm saying not because black people are a certain way, it's because if you insert you know property and drugs and you know low income and anything in any hood, you feel that's me? why it exists. It's gonna be like that, yeah, for real. So it's, it, it's gonna I, be I, I, I it's 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 more of a socioeconomic thing than a people social, thing. For sure, for sure. I, I, I love being I love being black, right? Heck yeah, Indeed. bro. I do Indeed. too, man. Oh, yeah. I think one of the the my what I hate about like the hood, and we're talking very stereotypically, is and it's and I'm not and this ain't even the people. It's the fact that the lack of care 
not from the people, but mm-hmm. the lack of care from owners, you know, departments, the streets, you know, <laughs> it like it's it's I've, I, like it's like I know just by driving, like oh here we go, <laughs> I'm just entered because I and it's and it's crazy. Tell me like if you ever going into a, a hood like the streets potholes, you dodging, you looking, you know, like you. You're visibly looking straight, but you're looking down because <laughs> you're like, you know, you're trying not to hit stuff. And then soon as soon as you you pass into another zip code, the it's like that's where the road just changes. It goes from to, dude. <laughs> you're like, dude. You're, so, you're pause, you're like, why is this? Dude, <laughs> let, yeah, yeah. dude, let me let me give you the real on this. Yes, so in, in in Fifth Ward, in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Uh, there were there were there were no curbs, no curbs, curbs. no curbs, no sir, no curbs, no curbs. I need a picture of that. I, I can't and, even imagine. <laughs> and 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 the drainage system basically was basically two dug up hole, uh, two dug up tunnels. Wow. This on that it was on each side of the road that had no curbs. Wow. Now. Okay. Okay, all I had okay. to do is drive one mile south, get to downtown Houston. And I get all, I'll see all the curbs. Right. I'll see all the nice paved streets. Right. right. I'll see all the nice, well kept areas. Yeah. And that's just one mile from from the hood. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we need to do like, well, not we. No. Let me take that back. We don't need to do it. I'm not gonna do this. I think it would be nice <laughs> if somebody highlighted. The hood, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because like you I so said, it's, it's nostalgic in nature. I ain't want to lie, bro. It's, it's just like sometimes people just say random stuff, but like, <laughs> like I would never slap my mama because some chicken tastes so good. I, right. I, 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 I just we just be talking sometimes. Okay, so okay, I'm go not ahead, gonna do go it, but yeah, yeah, somebody I, I, did I can't it, do that if they recorded it, they YouTube it, like you know, go bounce from hood to hood and show like the inner workings of some certain things. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like. You know, I just love to see that. You know, go because I'm telling you, if you go to Tallahassee, right? Leon County look different from Duval, and you just hop on ten and you did like two hours. So like in two hours, the the the, you know the environment changes. The environment changes crazy, bro. So Cambridge and Moncrief look totally different, but they hoods. You know what I'm saying? So like it's you know somebody who just drove around and kind of peeped all that. It just be it'd be interesting to see. I watch that for sure. But I watch that. Watch that. But I but I'll say this though, and E pointed this out and i'm so glad that you did bro there are things about the hood that 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 is not really something that you would want or that Mm. you'd like that you would accept or that you would embrace yeah yeah but man there are some things about the hood that i would i would take to the grave loving okay because i mean some of the realest people i've ever met in my life grew up there and just that feeling of home just that feeling of connection, just that feeling of you look like me, you talk like me, you sound like me, you you, you understand me, and I don't I don't have to as we have as we have perfected in in this life code switch. Yeah, I can be me, and I could be embraced and accepted by you. That aspect of the hood I love. Yeah, for real. And that's something how I many, wish we could take everywhere. How many of you all? know where scanning came from scanning yeah you know how you see somebody you scan them up and down okay okay 
Just that's got birthed in the hood. Yeah, it's hood. I thought I thought he got oh, birthed in the hood. Oh, the size of move? Yeah, that yeah. sounds that sounds like a hood. That right. hood thing. All right. Mm-mm. Wow. You got the you know where it originated, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. No. Break break it down. I learned me something. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know, like when you see people, strangers, you know, you scan right. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Size of always been in our always been in our culture. Oh yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah you size person. Nobody ever yeah. figured out where it came from. All right, no, what's up? Oh, you got me on the edge. What's... Came from slavery. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were always bought and sold. So whenever right. you see, see meet somebody different, somebody new, mm-hmm. you would look at them to see if you can recognize who they're connected to, what tribe they're from, you know, what their background right. is. See if you, you're always looking for familiarity to see if you can find family because they were right. always, always. Mm. Uh, there's always changeover. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You were bought and sold. And so you were always looking for family. So you, you scan people up and right. down, looking for traits, looking for characteristics. And so in our community, we've always done that, but no one ever understood why no one ever yeah. thought about why. Right. Or if yeah. you did, it was for the wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we got that kind of stuff that we pass on like all the time. And it's yeah. like, like Cole saying, like, you know, there's like a, who your people. There's right. an acceptance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, Pastor's talking like a maybe a month ago or whatever. You know, it's just funny to me how like you were talking about Chicago on 63rd Street, like on the same street, it's a different vibe. It it's just depending on what right. end on the street you on. So like, it's yeah. like, you know, we have all these things. And yeah, it's kind of dangerous, but it, to be honest, it's kind of interesting too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because what I love about the hood, not, we don't got no Congress. None of this stuff is written down. All oh, yeah. this is just passed like, on. Passed on by. It's like you know that you know that you know type of situation. <laughs> and it's just amazing to me that you can raise people up in this, right. and it'd be like these rules. Like, no, we don't do that. Like, like, like when I went to college, yeah. and I went, I left South Florida and went to um, up the North Florida in Jacksonville. And like my mind just got like, mm. what in the world? Like I thought everybody had Win Dixie, you know what I'm saying? You start seeing all these. <laughs> and when I came to Georgia, right, and hit up the Piggly Wiggly, I'm like, oh no, man, what is that? You know, so like it's it's to see the differences and yeah, definitely. That that's when stuff started messing with me because like right. nobody ever told me everything is this way. I just kind of just accepted because that's you know that's what we do, you know. So that's what it was. So. Right. When you start seeing different people and different slangs in your own state, I'm looking like, man, what is, you know, right. it's something else. Now, yeah. this is now this is something I would love to change about the hood, and this actually goes into the realm of politics. It's it's interesting to me that you only see politicians care about the hood when it's their neck on the line, and they'll go into those areas and they would. You know, they'll, right. they'll say whatever they need to say in order to right. get themselves back in the office. But and, and then right. once they get elected back there, you see nothing, nothing of their changed. presence right. and nothing changes along with it. Mm-hmm. And that aspect of a love to have changed. Yeah, I, I like to see ownership change. Like, yeah. let us own the projects. Let us own born homes. Let us let, let not, I don't want to call out racist, but let it not be other people who own I mean, these buildings, who these I, slum landlords who don't. I, I get, what, stuff. I get what you're saying, but unfortunately, yeah, you know, it's the ones with the money that's bought the property that's probably handed down the property. I, handed that, down well, the, property. the next alderman and the next guy we get in charge, tell them we I want mean, to I, deal I, on I, the be, table. I believe they should they should place laws like coding laws where your property can't look a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like Bruh, it should not, be like it got to it gotta be through ownership. If you hit them, if you hit me with the law, then you can you can. Parlay with the law too. I mean, right? I I get it, but you can't you can't take folks' purchases. No, no, like not I, take, I'm I'm not buying. Listen, this is my land. I bought it fair and square. It. 
not take it. I'm not like I'm not. Uh, let's not do to them what they do to us. I'm not talking <laughs> in the domain. I'm saying <laughs> let's let's just ask them to come to the table right. and try to strike some kind of deal that we buy back. Okay, Maynard Jackson. He left the city and he was like he set up something that where you, if you work or want to bid with an Atlanta airport business, okay. you got to do 36 percent of your business with a minority. I didn't know the percentage. Okay, I didn't know it was that. that. Let, let, let's do that. Like if you gonna right. own property. Southwest Atlanta, you're gonna own property, born homes, West Side, Bankhead, whatever you want to do. Then you know, you got to do 10% got to belong to the people, the people gonna elect the board, whatever, you know, something to get ownership back because they don't care about the neighborhood. Like, how can the how can some of these projects be in so such poor condition? That's what I'm saying. So that to me, like 100, bro. 100. I get what you're saying with ownership, and I hear you, but I don't know. Like, I don't I I can't, you know, I want my reparations, but I can't ride with you on that one justify it for me how can i have so, how can the city have intimate domain power but i can't ask for a deal at the table i didn't say snatch i didn't say nothing every finances things got to come through we got to buy but how about we form a board i want killer mike and ti be on my board i want you to do business with them because oh, maybe the okay so maybe make it like you know the apartment building has to have a board you know right. like they have to people that are in the apartments they have to select people to be part of a board to hold them accountable you know, yeah. you can do that. You can like place an ordinance in this city. If you're going to have an apartment building, um, a certain percentage have to be part of a board to make yeah. decision. So now you have people that live there that are like on top of residents and on top of owners. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now they feel like they have a piece of, you know, of, of ownership, you know, without ownership. You understand what I'm saying? They yeah. have a say, their voice matters, you know, and then because like, like, <laughs> Like I said, well, I drove see, that's not only just the challenge. Public. The challenge there yeah. is because what you're talking about is HOA. Yeah, exactly. That's but right. they're talking they, about, they 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 talking about HOA to include non-homeowners. Got to be, got to be home. Right. Got to have a piece of the right. And 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 people pay for that authority. That right, yeah. I mean, right to have and, but you're not getting nothing. What do you mean? Like so? Okay, hear me out all the way. So we mean we all all four of us. Live in Parkview Heights. All right. <laughs> I just that's, in, that's in Bankhead. Parkview <laughs> Heights in Bankhead. <laughs> um, and we all are are connected to the owner. Like we have position. We're on the board, so right. we have position where we talk to. Um, we we have connection with the owners or the property owners, and we are because we live on the property. We hold our people accountable as far as cleanup and things like that. Right. Yeah. But we there's no amenities, there's no pool, you know, whatever's been there is there, you know, like so there's no taking care of those things. But like it's an ordinance that there have to be a board, right? And if the property manager is not listening to the board and we're in unanimous decision, we can go to the county or our town as a grievance. And the that that apartment complex can be fined based on not keeping up the property. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's, Bruh, but, but there's what, accountability and there's power. Go ahead. Could, could you tell me what's your problem with the ownership piece? Because the only problem I got with yours is because we've been doing that. We've been pitching a fit. Pitching a fit ain't no problem. We'll go protest something all day. Yeah, but, but it's like, but, I can say AD's not cleaning up the property. Right. A judge hit me out eventually. Then, then Pastor McCord, who owns the property, sends out two of his worst contractors. They fix something, paint something, and they gone. So what I'm saying is with ownership, I can do something for myself with that property. If I have a piece of the ownership, I can hire Cole and say, hey, I need you to come be the contractor. So what's your problem with the ownership piece? Why well, can't we, somebody own it? 
I mean, so so who where's this money coming from to fix the stuff? It can be from the people. If I own it, I gotta I gotta shoot up some money too. Now, of course, you, you it'd be more like a partnership. So me and Cole live in Parkview Heights. We have a piece of the ownership. So yeah, we're gonna have to come up with some of the money. Y'all are the, the rich other races that y'all always been, and y'all, you know, sitting back and buckhead doing whatever you do, getting your money. You have a piece, we have a piece, but we get more say when you own. If I'm just a board. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but you're in the hood because you can't own. And then maybe, maybe, maybe I'm no. Well, but I can get a team together. Maybe we, I can own together. What do you call it? Group economics. Are you are you so are you talking about like. Yeah. So you're talking about like projects in the projects of building, giving the people in that building a chance to have a piece. power over the owners. Maybe not even over. Maybe maybe y'all hold the most because y'all have the most money. But that but the thing is, but that's what you're saying. You're yeah, saying okay. I want power or I want to be able to uh, overrule the ownership because I don't like mm, right. the level. Yeah, but what I'll, I'm saying I'll, I'll is give more attention to detail because yeah. I own it. But I'm saying, you know, but the thing is, if I'm an owner and I'm a slumlord, yeah, you don't have to live here, right? You don't but like they, the fact that my apartment has roaches? Move. But that's what I'm saying. Why is that the answer? Yeah, no, what I'm saying, no, no, listen, that's capitalism. You can't tell me what to do with my money and with my investment. No, listen, if I'm you saying. don't like if you don't like the, the quality of living that I provide, if you pay if you if you're paying, you know, six hundred dollars rent, yeah, right? Yeah, and and it's roach infested, right? Yeah. But I can't get I don't want to get rid of the roaches. Nothing is stopping you from calling the exterminator. Not the same. It is the same. You, because you gotta, if you know, if you don't like the roaches, because as a, as an owner, I can say, yeah, when I treat yours, then I got to treat this other one. I got to treat this other one. And if you really want this kind of service, then I'm going to increase the rent. You say no. You, I don't want you to increase the rent. I want you to fix these roaches. I, I, you didn't sign a contract that says I won't have roaches. You sign a contract that says I want to live here. I'm not saying it's not legal. I'm saying it ain't right. So no, yeah, I'm I know it ain't right. But what I'm, what um, the only point I'm trying to make is the logic behind trying to supersede or overrule an owner. It, that's illogical. Because I mean, this, I, this, I believe this, this is the be way by becoming a part owner. Open the open the gates. Open okay. Had yeah. the city ever bought property? Yeah. You you're again you're again telling me. You you you're telling me I should give you part <laughs> ownership is. of yes. my investment, and I'm saying no. <laughs> right. I don't need right. no partner. Right. Right. It can, it can I like happen. what I do. I like the profit that I make. Right. If you don't like it, there's somebody standing behind you that wants to rent this place. But right. that's my problem. Just another renter. Right, I got where, you. Where, where are the celebrities that say we got another buyer? Buy him out. Has anybody the city's bought property? All these gotcha. other rappers, all these other people. I, I understand. Buy out McCory, bring you in you can buy me out if the price is right. That's right. what I'm saying. Buy it out. Do what you got to do. I'm not saying like it's gonna be easy. I'm not saying like people just won't move. How many times have, have rich people tried to put up golf courses and you got one house to say I ain't moving? I get it, right. but I'm saying do it. Take it away from them because they've done a horrible job, but we just kept giving them and supplying them with more I, renters I, when I we got so. all these slam. That's okay, the, you, you think about Donald Trump, though, right? His daddy. Right? Now you got to call that white people. So you think about Donald Trump. 
his daddy was a slumlord for years. Like all they did was keep passing down all these project buildings that they own and mm-hmm. they keep getting to be slumlords. Right. Only thing yeah, well, I, well, I was able to do that for so long because nobody stepped in and bought them out. Yeah. Why didn't anybody step in and buy them out? That's the question I'm posing today, sir. Because he didn't want to sell. Right. But at the same time, like they but they have laws. You know, there's, you can't let your apartments get but so bad. And right. they got fined for being slumlords. And that's what right. I'm saying. They, that's what they need here. They need those same ordinances. Here. They do. They have the same ordinances, but no one's taking people to court. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're not going to have the urgency that you're going to have if you live there. I just feel like the people who live there. I've gone in apartments, like, they are dilapidated. Like, I'm dilapidated. Like, yeah, but we are, yeah, but who's going to take them to court? Who's going to go hire an attorney right. to take them to court? Because that's but what you have people, to do. Yeah. What you're yeah, talking yeah. about, there's a difference between creating a coalition right. and filing a class action movement right. against an owner. Because that's what happened One, in the apartments I was in. We had yeah. mold, mold had taken over. So yeah. we filed the class action. So yeah, mold, yeah, mold was everywhere. Yeah. Right. And I'm saying, yeah, but the thing is that that would be illegal even in your own. If in, in my house, if I had right. mold in my house, I could get right. in trouble. Right. 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 Yeah. So. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that what what owners, what people do, is they skirt the line. Let's, they do just enough okay. to keep. I figured it out. I figured it out. I got it. I got the answer. Because the number one thing, like at at your place, Pastor, right now, who is who is the super police in your area? The HOA. Let you put a fan in your window. They'll be at your door. <laughs> right. And so yeah. what the towns need. Is an HOA on top of these apartments? You know, like listen, your your parking lot is jacked up. You need to fix it. You know, like I, I, need to, need to apply these same pressures. You know, because let me ask you some real quick, Pastor. I know before you go on, to, uh, Ephraim. Oh, um, what if you don't pay your HOA fee? Can they take your house? They can put a lien on. I always wondered about that. They can put okay. They just put a yeah. lien on, and which means they can eventually, if you just like refuse. Yeah. You know, you stood your ground. Yeah, they can eventually take it because I guess you sign contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, and if you apply the same thing to these towns, like if you set up this apartment, you know, like I don't know, call it uh, something else. You know, like you're paying the tax, but then you have an apartment tax, like you know what I'm saying, like where you have to keep your apartments at least at this base minimum. Parking lots yeah. are, are drivable, you know, because man. <laughs> like these parking lots are like ridiculous. Bro, bro, I, I, I hear everything you're saying. Go ahead. But we 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 done that. And I ain't proposing, I'm saying it easy, but I'm not saying it like this is snapping your fingers. What I'm saying is, and I'm not saying y'all, I'm saying there, uh, there should be an appreciation for the power of ownership. So so yes. let's 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 do this. Let's say we got this slum lord apartment. Mm-hmm. Next to it is this liquor store that just came up for sale. Right. Let, like, like, let's invest in the hood. Let's let's make that a, a Whole Foods or whatever. I'm just saying, the next time a building comes available, how about a group of investors who probably going to have to be black? A group of investors pour into that hood and say, we're not letting another, uh, uh, I don't want to call it a bad business, but just another business that's not beneficial come in the hood. Like, you got to own this stuff. Like, the laws is the laws, but I'm saying how bad. Okay, so I got the HOA. Yes, I got the liens. I got I got all this stuff I can file and complain. But how long my child got to deal with that mold before I get half a response? 
because when it come down to it, after three years of my child breathing in and out that mold, I mean, uh, that 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 person is just going to send somebody out. When it come down to it, that's all we're talking about: sending people out to fix a problem. I but like, it. you got to move heaven and earth because it's not affecting them. I mean, it's so, just it's it's has to be. There's, there's a start, you know what I'm saying? And and then things begin to change. The pressure, you get the right mayor, they put the pressure on, they start talking about your apartments on, you know, on TV, like the, the rest of you apartments. Yeah. <laughs> or there's no vista, there's no view. They need to do something about it. White yeah. man can't jump. I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Vista View Apartments, where there's no yeah. vista or no view. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so having the mayor talk about, you know, talk about it. I'm just, when I, I know E, it's annoying, it's horrible. But it's it's where we at because I because me I hear you with the ownership and and I guess this is my unfortunate conservative side you can't just be giving out a piece of what I bought to these folks you know like, like you feel because that's, that's what you're saying like just that's give America. out my ownership but, and I, feel I, you, I'm I, slumlord, I, but I just don't get how y'all can oh, well not y'all the understood <laughs> the understood y'all <laughs> I don't get how it's cool and common practice for in the right. domain. But then when we talk about no, give us a piece of it. Right. It's like it's like like nah, we can't do that. That's not right. That's not American. And then the next day, I get a letter from Christine from a mayor talking about you know get up I, out of here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the city needs your property. We got to expand the airport. I just don't get <laughs> how that's. But those are, but those are cool. two absolutely different things. Those are different. It's the same thing. thing. You talking about taking something from somebody who owns it? That's the right. same thing I'm saying. I'm just on another side of the argument. No, because if if I want to take. If I want a group of people to invest in a property, right? I want to try to pressure financially pressure an owner out. Yeah. That's different than the state and local government coming in and saying it's, it's more feasible for us to create a path for the city, for the state. And so we're going to push you out, but we're going to pay you handsomely to push you out so that the infrastructure changes for the betterment of the city or the betterment of the state that's different than a private desire to own a property it just sounds different that's it that's you, no. know, you know you know what's happening behind that paper <laughs> okay you know hold that. on hold on let me because I mean, they're not I doing that to a whole bunch of certain races they're not doing that to them so you know what's happening behind that paper let me read uh rich's comment he said didn't trump's family have to upgrade those apartments yes and do corrective remedy that maintain it properly from then on in uk we got rules and also enforcement but 2 million landlords in UK and a percentage are bad, but most over 74% are upright and keep to a higher standard and maintenance on a regular basis. But some everywhere in every country is bad. bad. Majority are good. That's he feels majority are good. Uh, is that Ephraim? I, oh, he said, yeah, is that yeah. Ephraim? I see. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm Sandy Walker, you need to keep it work, to a decent standard. Right? <laughs> so I need to keep it to a decent standard, period. The other is a compulsory purchase order, right? Yeah, again, I'm not saying that it's 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 right. I'm saying right. that it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's, just, it's what happens and, and, and that, why do you think yeah, why do you think people come from other countries to America? Because they know in America they can do that. Right. Right. Because capitalism capitalism is king in America. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna wrap this up we're gonna definitely um kind of continue this on like i have some talk some solutions to help uh increase and better our neighborhoods i'm gonna throw some things out there and see what my brothers think um i appreciate you being on e of course yes, pastor appreciate you always hanging and rocking with me um and cole he had to leave go to a meeting of course 
Um, and I appreciate him for being here. Uh, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. And if you're missing any episode of The Brothers of the Legacy, be sure to join our community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. Never, ever, never, ever, never miss a broadcast. Um, so we look forward to seeing you same time, same t- same channel tomorrow um, while we continue this conversation about. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, I got it. Hey, mama, I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. Them cowboys doing their thing. I got to give it to him. <laughs> that was impressive last night. I, I got to give it to him. All right. Thank you, Mama Corey. Always said pastors at capitalism is king in the UK, too, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Like I said, connect with us. Text LW into 84576. Um, tonight, of course, don't forget uh, Purposeful Forever will be on. Uh, just stay tuned as we uh, bust out a topic that will change your life. All right. So we look forward to seeing you. Same time, same tomorrow. Always uh, continue to stay safe. Wear the mask. Stay six feet. You know, you know how we do. Um, and then always know that we love you, but God loves you more. See it again. All right. Peace out. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. For hanging, hanging, being Make sure you're sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this.